A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Big chops. I've seen him in the crowd. My dream too, Terry. Look at his chops. <laughs> I want to publish zines and rage against machine, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Bella. Luke Moore is with us. All right. Jimmy Campbell's here. Hello. And Beatty Donaldson as well. Wakana forever. All right, chaps and chapesses, here we go again. Let's crack open the waters and get on with it. Damn right. Before we do, somebody was cracking open other things, probably wines and whatnot. The Brit Awards last night, Peter Donaldson. Had a couple of wines, yeah? Yeah. Were you invited or did you just go along with <laughs> I was working the red carpet interviewing the great and the good. Yeah, but again, did you, did you just go along? <laughs> <laughs> Given that you look like basically everyone, can you just get into everything? Yeah, yeah that's a good point, actually. I should sort of flex my um, look-alike muscles a little bit yeah. more. I was walking... Was it where, Whereabouts was it held? Uh, your two. Yeah, so I was walking past there last night. Were you? And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on your way home, isn't it? I always just say, I was walking past Leicester Square last night, but I knew it wasn't <laughs> Leicester Square. And I heard someone very much fit in your description and, mm. and, and voice say, no, no, I'm working the red carpet. I am. I am. If I'm not, how come I am? Yep. Get off me. I was the man who smashed up that Lamborghini. <laughs> Were you? Oh, Again. Yeah. I, did wake, I did wake up with this, though. I woke got, up with an extra a, fake tattoo. You've got a new tattoo. What's it yeah. of? It's a promotional Day of the, uh, Dead. Day of the Dead Brit Awards 2018 uh, tattoo. Next it? to my other tattoos. You, you, I forgot I did that. It's not in your top five worst tattoos. <laughs> no. Is it? And it is temporary, which is better. Oh, yeah, that's much better. You should, yeah. You're learning. Learning. <laughs> my goodness. Are you sure it's temporary and you didn't just get like a real one tattooed on top of it? <laughs> With Brit Awards 2018 yeah. written underneath it. That would have been fun, Any juicy it? gossip, Peter? Um, uh, Ed Sheeran sometimes practices in the shower. That's not gossip, wow. is it? No, no, we all do that. Did, no. you, did you meet Harry Kane? No, I saw him on the red carpet. God, he's tall. Mm. You know when you sort of see someone... Uh, have, you, like, have you never seen him before? I know, I know, but I was just like... <laughs> you know when you see him, like a, a striker, even like Alan Shearer, who's not noticeably like, taller than anyone else, you sort of go, God, they're big old lads. Big old big, lads. Big units. Big units. Big old lads. Right then. Well, I thought he did, in a, I thought he did a pretty, pretty good performance. I yeah. didn't think he could read. Well, all right, Peter. I think that's enough of the exclusives what? from the yeah, British Awards. <laughs> yeah. Things you could have watched on the telly. Yeah. As, as I didn't actually watch it, so I had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. There's too much uh, new information there for people. We no, must yeah. move on before their minds are blown. We start with the Carabao Cup final. Everybody. Mm. I mean, it's the, it's the first cup final of the uh, of the English season. I think huge. Scotland have had about three finals. <laughs> a huge piece of silverware. It's a huge and, piece and of silverware. We need to get back on track here because yesterday on the continent, either on mic or off mic, James Horncastle oh. of this parish is talking. He, 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 he wants to completely kibosh the league cup. Oh, he get wants to get rid of, of it. Yeah. I'm not having that. 
No. What? Oh, this half of this mince is off. Let's throw it all in the bin. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Let yeah. me tell you something. The Carabao Cup final means the Carabao Cup <laughs> final. I'm, I'm right. an English football fan, yes. and I want to see those players play 100 games a season. <laughs> <laughs> and then win if the World Cup. If anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the money they earn, they shouldn't get tired. <laughs> no, they <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Of course, but... Um, Manchester City, of course, are playing Arsenal in uh, the uh, the Carabao Cup and, final, the League Cup final. And Marcus, they come into this game in quite poor form. In very poor <laughs> form. <laughs> I mean, cup competitions, you could argue, domestically are not mm. uh, are not their strong point at the moment. Are you changing? Are you thinking about getting um, your nose checked out because you failed to sniff out this cup set? Well, I sort of, I suggested it. I mean, actually, and, and this is something. This is a challenge for for everybody out there. If you actually play the football ramble backwards, yeah. you will find a very firm prediction. <laughs> of me saying that Wigan would knock Manchester City No, it's you chanting incantations at the, the, the devil. <laughs> yeah, don't do it because you will summon a demon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's here, aren't you, Peter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do it twice a week. <laughs> but you, you didn't sniff out that cup, so I think it's important that you're honest with our listeners. Yeah. I, yeah, I, well, I said it was very hard to go. I said the, the ball was very hazy on this one. The, 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 the crystal ball. <laughs> hazy ball. And, yeah, indeed. That's what yeah. Fabian Delph said. <laughs> yeah. God. Was it ascending off? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you who's got the maximum power. Yeah. He's mental. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, a lot of people thought it was just a booking. Pep Guardiola was rather animated in the tunnel chasing. Was, Paul was, I mean, talk about, you know, football throws up some funny scenarios. Who on earth would have thought that Paul <laughs> Cook would have been chased by Pep Guardiola? Pep Guardiola wanting another word with Paul yeah, Cook. Did you see who pulled them apart? Who was that? Peter Reid. Just throw that in the mix as Why well. Was he? Was he? I don't know. What's that about? Um, <laughs> Must be a nearby hotel. <laughs> he's a Man City. Man City. He is. Legend, he is I yeah, yeah. But, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I legend strong. I, yeah, he's strong. Yeah, you ain't in. That's, you that's, ain't with two feet there, mate. That's <laughs> the str- that's the strongest shout since Marcus once said that Dean Saunders was a Premier League legend. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he, he is a legend, but in the way that. Provincial men in super dry shirts, say. No, but, yeah, but, how, but, but Jim, how many other people in football have you literally seen peel a banana with their feet? <laughs> yeah, None. Exactly. There we go. Exactly. So his place in the Hall of Fame is a short. Yeah. But um, I don't know why... Well, t- I've got two points on this. Go on. One go is on. Um, a throwaway point that I'm disappointed in the town of Wigan for only being able to get 19,000 through the gate for a Man City team coming to town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's probably a slightly different point to the one I want to make, which uh-huh. is why I'll be still getting surprised that Pep Guardiola is mad. <laughs> He's one of those guys who lives on the very edge of like insanity mm. and genius. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because even when they win, he's he's giddy afterwards, isn't he? He's yeah. he's kind of having an out of body experience. So so so, so the, <laughs> the sight of him in the tunnel, Jim, clearly encouraging Paul Cook and giving him some advice about how he could be even mm. better, yep. shouldn't surprise us. No, Maybe I he was just so. still banging on about Nathan Redmond. Mm. But honestly, he's so good. You should sign him. He's so good. Get off me, Reedy. Yeah. He's so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I, we, we don't know what. I mean, Guardiola clearly has got a bit of form for this, and I, I think he enjoys a, a, a more generous reputation as a gentleman than perhaps he should. Yes, but we don't. With the caveat that we don't actually know what was being said, mm. was it? Was it? Was it not a reaction to those fans coming on the pitch and maybe intimidating? No, because it was at half time. Oh, it was a half time. Okay, yeah. very very strange then. Yeah, probably it was to do with the red car, but that's not Paul Cook's fault, is it? No, yeah. I, they, they were chatting before they went up the tunnel, and I think Cook probably said, "Right, enough of you." Yeah, I'm but off. Cookie being a, a little, being a little, little bit hungover, I'm so I'm so emotional about seeing Peter Reid in the in the in a malay in a, in a fray. Yeah, yeah. taking it I'm back. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, he never excites me a little bit. Yeah, I think I think he premier be, passions. See, I think <laughs> I think Peter Reid. You know, if, if he wanted to go, he could go, Peter. <laughs> don't, don't you? Um... Did you see that documentary back in the day when he was Sunderland manager? Was oh like, yeah, but I don't think that's his first 
I don't think he reaches for that lever first and foremost. No, no. I think I think no. Reed would be like, "Come um, on, let's all calm down." On, lads, but if yeah. he needed to, <laughs> I, he, he would know what he was doing. I can't go into this on mic, uh, but I'll chat to you about it later. Okay, uh, Paul Cook. That's is nice a, for the listeners. Paul, Paul Cook is a bit of a wrong one as well. Right, okay. So I'm sure he's not blameless. Uh, and I know the reason why. Yeah, well. there we go. Um, naughty. But, but uh, this game at the weekend should be good. Sunday's the, a bit, it's the first showpiece final of the yeah. season. Good bit of a... We haven't mentioned Will Grigg. Community yeah. Shield. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Will Grigg's on fire. Yeah. We're all terrified. It's absolutely glorious. Our Russian common quadruple hopes. Yeah, well, that's... Lame. It is... I... If, if, if they won the quadruple this season, obviously they can't. Um, it, of course that's an amazing thing. Um, and, and what an achievement that is. And if they did that, everyone would say, flipping fair play, lads. Well, well done indeed. Um, but there is also that thing that you don't want one team who are backed by yeah. a certain state where they, how they get their money is questionable mm. and so on and so forth, blah, 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 blah. And I know there are other football clubs that could come into that. And when you see that kind of sheer dominance that perhaps we've never seen before comes to an end from a League One club, yeah. it is utterly <laughs> glorious. Especially yeah. when they've got that history. I mean, you were at the FA Cup final when Wigan beat them before. Yeah. And, um, but yeah I, from what I remember, of, what, what were the, what, there was something a Man City fan was doing. Was, oh, there was, well, no, the... I mean, this is a far bigger upset than that, by the way, because Wigan were an ailing Premier League side mm. then, but a Premier League side nonetheless. There was, I mean, because of the nature well, of... They were the, relegated the, weeks after. To me, it, it seemed like... And Man City fans might agree with this, and, and that's fine, but to me, it was it felt a bit like um, they thought it would be a coronation. Mm-hmm. And um, they got very... The fans sat, sat near me got very tempestuous when it felt it, they realised that it wasn't all going to go their way. Um, they started cheering and singing for Manuel. I think it was Mancini's last game in charge, was it? Could have been, yeah. And, and they were cheering, they were singing songs about Pellegrini, who was widely expected to be coming into the club while Mancini was still managing him. Mm. And then um, when Wigan scored, a couple of them got so angry. They one, shut their noise. One spat a piece of pie out of his mouth and the <laughs> other one, and they had a fist fight. <laughs> so, so some history there. Yeah. I'm, not saying, all, the I'm not saying all Man City fans like that, of no, course. But, no, but, but it's but, an enjoyable story. It's great, yeah. yeah. In hindsight and hindsight only, we, should, a lovely time. we, we should say. <clears throat> Excuse me. But Will Grigg is on fire, and it only takes a scuffed shot to light his, to light his flame. Yeah, he, he, had had a, he had an out-of-body experience as well, an out-of-Will Grigg experience. He yeah. just, he what, scores? Just like, well, he scored, <laughs> and he just he shut down. His mm. body just seemed to stop. now. Give me a hard reset. Carl Walker did. You know, didn't really um, do himself any favours with that. He sort of let the ball run and was like, oh, no. And, uh... <laughs> and, and we talked about, yeah, that was an error. We talked about the idea of would Man City beat Wigan just with, with 10 men and we were able to see that for a half at least they weren't able to. And, mm. and also, the reason that Wigan deserve even more credit is Nick Power is arguably their most important player mm-hmm. and he had to go off injured. So yeah. they played, Wigan are a good team. I don't concede many goals as I've said to you before. Obviously, they're in the, in the same division as the team I support. So, And I, I don't know how true this is. I, I couldn't corroborate it, but I'll put it out there. I read that the expected goals, and we don't talk about that sort of thing much on this show, mm-hmm. but just for, for, for illustration, the expected goals was only 1.3 versus 1.5 in Man City's favour. Yeah. So their chances that Man City did have appear to have been quite low quality. Indeed. Are they going to take out their anger on Arsenal, though? That's uh, the, who they're playing. The, the wounded Tiger. Yeah, we'll see, yes. won't we? Yes. I mean, Man City, um, yeah, they are favourites, of course, going into this match. Um, but this is Arsenal's best chance of silverware. Um, I find it funny. Wenger hasn't won the League Cup before. Mm. Uh, they've only won it twice, the last coming in 1993. For a side, like Arsenal was quite surprised by that yeah. statistic. Maybe I'm... Well, Wenger was at the vanguard of playing like weekend teams in this competition, Absolutely, wasn't he? Yeah, and, he, and he's been very sort of... Um, 
loyal to those teams throughout the competition. So if you know, if he would he used to blood youngsters in that competition all the time, and the further they get, you know, he wouldn't bring in the big guns, you know, as they got deeper into the competition. So that might partially explain what seems like a bit of an anomaly. And they've been in the finals one when they lost to Birmingham mm-hmm. that time, but um, that was yeah, a big it upset. Would, it was hugely, yeah. It, I mean, it would be great for for Wenger to get that one, and and uh, Wenger, yeah. Wenger found his level there coming to get up against uh, Alex McLeish. Yeah. Didn't they? Um, Big egg. Arsenal was seventeen that. to four to win in ninety minutes on Sunday. So ten pound that would bet three six five returns fifty two pound fifty, including stake. Should the Gunners do the business? Yeah, I think if Wenger does win that, then he can um, retire. finally retire because he's got this hot the full he's set. Joking aside, though, he's he, never going to retire. No, joking aside, he 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 would be keen to get that in there. And of course, yeah, of course. Set. I mean, yeah. he would if he won that and the Europa League. Obviously, that's that's a big ask. Um, he'd be delighted because that'd be a European trophy as well. Um, but David Ospina is is, is going to be in the side as as we discussed um, last he's week. Start, you know, apparently, yeah. he's going to start um, uh, tonight as well in the, in the Europa League. And as I said before, I think he'll stay in the team for a bit now. I think he might want to take a bit of the flack off of off of Czech because he, he saved the penalty against Ostrichens and mm-hmm. and uh, kept a clean sheet as well, which has been beyond Peter Czech of late. Well, it's a bit it's a bit annoying for Czech because is that the first penalty saved for Arsenal for a pretty long time? Mm-hmm. Or is it the first one ever? Maybe. Um, whatever it is, it's, it's been the first for a while, and it's quite typical that he did it in the Europa League game that they won easily in yeah. Ostersund. <laughs> so people, are, you couldn't get more likely to forget that if you tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Um, Arsenal, uh, Lacazette is missing, of course, for the, for the match. Um, Mkhitaryan can't play. Yeah. So they're looking at Aubameyang. Um, and and Özil has been ill this yeah, week. Yeah, Özil's ill all the time. Well, I don't is... think he's got a thick enough jacket yeah. <laughs> I mean it, yeah, maybe that's it he missed training on Monday and Tuesday because he was sick according to, to Big Veng but then he posted on Insta uh, a picture of him and uh, I think it was his girlfriend in Istanbul on Monday and it also had his location in there and people are saying "Ooh, I've been sick in Istanbul what's happening <laughs> what's ha- yeah but when Veng said he's sick in his bed I think that uh, didn't say which bed yeah that's yeah, true yeah. Yeah. Donny you've woken up sick in Istanbul before haven't you <laughs> no I've never been to Istanbul have you not okay no. which city was it then I, apolo- <laughs> I apologise I did uh, remember something from last night's uh, carpet though after oh, here we go oh. Nile Rogers. I had to restart the interview because I introduced him as Nile Ranger yes <laughs> <laughs> That's the stuff. That is good. I can't let that guy go, clearly. Did you then have that to explain to Nile Rogers who Nile Rogers is? Yeah. He's an unspeakable man. Yeah. <laughs> that's He's excellent. an unspeakable man, like that's, you, Pete. That's yeah. very good, Peter. I did, I, very enjoyable. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, the cup final, it wouldn't shock me if Arsenal won this. I mean, I, I'm slightly concerned with the, the, the lack of attacking options, as I say. I think I'd quite like Arsenal when, it, when Mkhitaryan obviously can play, because he can't with this one. Arsenal play a bit of a Christmas tree with the two. Did, didn't Wigan do that against City? They seemed like they were yeah. for a while. They played. Um, it, it looked to me like they were playing sort of three in front of a four, and then and then and they then had the three in front. front. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite fancy the old uh, the old Christmas. It, I'd say it is the season to play it. It's not. Um, <laughs> it's, not it's not. I fancy. A, I fancy an Aubameyang goal. I fancy. Yeah, I think I fancy both teams <clears> to score off it. I think it'll be. Um, I think it'll be a decent game actually. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward. Little Lukey tip too. there, lovely. Yeah, okay. And if uh, Willie Caballero's in goal, then you don't want it to go to penalties. No, mm, good point. It's an excellent point, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> so, so win that game. Win that game. I'll, before. I'll do everything it's I can in ninety help. or one hundred and twenty minutes. It's an excellent point from Marcus. <laughs> so pass it on. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll let them know. Um, so there we are. Knowledge is, knowledge is power. We are very much looking forward to that one. Let's go back to the Premier League, where Bournemouth um, are, are taking on uh, Newcastle United. Newcastle, can they get some momentum, Peter? That would be such a good. This would be such a good match to win, wouldn't it? Really, that it would really kind of, would. That be. would put. A few more points on table. Well, it would put the, take them up to 31 points. Now, 
a win for Bournemouth to take them to 34. Mm. 31, 34 points at this stage of the season, you know, in that cherished 40 point mark, how much you buy into that. Mm. But I th- I think generally, it escape relegation with thirty this year. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so it's close. It's so close. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, that forty-point mark. But it is a kind of arbitrary uh, uh, sort of benchmark, mm. I suppose, that, that people kind of uh, uh, look to. Ranieri's and, Leicester, famously. That's right. Even when they were top mm. of the league with about eighty points, <laughs> looking for forty points. Yeah, you doubled more. that. Yeah, you doubled got that, that ages ago. Yeah. Double your money. Um, but yeah, so so I, I find this sort of quite an intriguing fixture, actually. Um, uh, Jermaine Defoe's on the bench for Bournemouth haven't recovered um, from an injury but you're right Peter a win would be bloody wonderful for Newcastle and it's an obvious thing to say but to to build on that victory for Manchester United would be such a confidence booster yeah it's been a couple of weeks so hasn't it you sort of wonder whether, whether that plays into their hands we don't have that many injuries so it's kind of like oh, well, like, um, could we have done with playing in midweek <laughs> yeah have another, have another game because it, yeah, it always fades into the memory uh, yeah. can, they, can they call Mitro back but I was going to say are they missing, the, are they missing <laughs> Mitro Will Griggs got... on fire Mitro's on fire defence is terrified left right centre yeah. Mitro scored a lovely one for Fulham like a lovely far post run mm. just nipped in front mm. of the mm. defender mm. He did, he, classic um, I I think classic. Uh, he's a better quality of player than you, and he's he's a little yeah. bit quicker in the mind, and he gets mm. a step or two ahead, mm-hmm. and that's all he needs. And, he, but, and he's at the back step. Yeah. Since, since, since he signed, you forget that they've had about five matches where he hasn't done anything. So it's kind of like oh, probably, uh, yeah. not in the championship. But, doesn't, doesn't fit my agenda though. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be mentioning that. Very much enjoying this Pete Marcus sort of spin off. <laughs> what this Metro? Metro well, love. Well, exactly. Metro. That's <laughs> the thing because Marcus has Pete's a bit on loan to Marcus. Yeah, Fulham. Yeah, and now uh, I've got some reason to go down and watch Fulham. Yeah, <laughs> in their wooden seats. We went to go and see Fulham Newcastle once, didn't we? We've been twice. We got for that bloody hammered. Five one was it? Five two, two, two and a yeah. one nil. Tim Krull's It was very windy that day. I remember t- Tim Krull's goal kicks were dreadful. In the, in the five two, ending up in the Thames. In the five two, did Ben Arthur score a beauty? Yeah, he's gone up. Yeah, yeah, it was a beautiful yeah. goal. Oh, right. five two defeat to Fulham. That is a classic Ben remember? Arthur beauty. But I think when I sign him, remember over, over the Ramble Christmas uh, dinner, I got really tearful almost uh, at Andy Brassel last week. What happened to Ben Arthur? Why yeah. can't he just get it together? And Ben's gone. Well, you know, sometimes things are bigger than football. You know, yeah. he doesn't care. You want him back. You want him back. Want him he's back still on the books of PSG. Yeah, it's mad, you'd, isn't it? You'd always have him back, wouldn't you? I don't in many back. ways, it's a perfect situation for Ben Arthur because he's he's yeah. uh, he's at a big club, earning big, loads of money, and not having to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Yeah, I, I, I think we're all happy. But um, <laughs> a, 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 um, a Hatem Ben Arthur-less Newcastle do go to Bournemouth <laughs> uh, on Saturday afternoon, and the draw is currently priced at twelve to five with Bet three six five. So ten pound returns thirty four pound including stake in the event of a stalemate. Mm, Peter, what did you think of Nobby Solano turning up at uh, Newcastle? <laughs> Another question for me. Yeah, Let's get to well, the real stuff. Yeah. Come on, Nobby Solano turning up at Newcastle Back United's at training, training ground, ground yeah. to get some tips from Rafa Benitez ahead of Peru Sorry, in it, the World it, Cup. It that is a wonderful equation. It wasn't Nobby Solano, it was Noel Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you don't care, Pete, why have you brought your trumpet into that? <laughs> I thought you'd the trumpet. No, I'm playing some amazing guitar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yes, yeah, good, isn't it? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess Nobby Solano and, uh, to a less extent, someone like uh, Jonas, they're those kind of footballers that are as close to mm. living Newcastle legends from like the noughties and, and uh, yeah. early uh, decade. decade. Well, what do we call this decade? Don't bring it up. We're, just, <laughs> we're not bringing it up for 10 years. Pete, you, okay, once, right, okay. Pete, you once said, um, if they're the noughties, then these are the nasties, you said. Did I? The Jeez. nasties. That's a bit hack, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing you would say, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> no, it was just the, the, the way he was talking about the club. Um, he was saying the last time I was visiting here was about a year and a half ago. But it's nice to see the same faces in the kitchen, the kit men, the guys who do the grass, presumably the chairman, you know, all the same. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, but wonderful. I, I um... you, you do kind of see some some players who sort of leave, and, and Nobby's not in this particular catchment, but uh, players who kind of didn't realise what they had at Newcastle. Players yeah. like Olivia Bernard, yes. who left under a cloud, he hated the club, and then he's like, oh, that was probably my best years. Yeah, Kieran, Kieran Dyer's a good example. Was Jermaine Genis, Jermaine Genis, Genis was one, wasn't yeah. he? Did, did he not talk about it? Was he the one who said about the goldfish bowl? Yes. Yeah. Living, uh, playing a new... But he, he also absolutely... He, he was signed by Bobby Robson, wasn't he, as well? Mm. And he said he signed for him because he, because it was Robson and everything. Mm, but right, it didn't okay. quite work out as he wanted. But he's always been a good player, Genius. He's, he's only about 35 now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he the aff- quite young, didn't he? The aforementioned James Horncastle spoke about, or, or Andy Brussel did about, um, Ezekiel Lovetsy leaving Napoli mm. when he was like, I had to get in the boot of my car to go to go down the shops and so on because it's such a football-obsessed city, yeah. especially yeah. around the football club. And then uh, when he goes to Paris Saint-Germain, it's kind of, you, you're just another face yeah. in the crowd. And they said... Are you linking well, him with Newcastle? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get the World Cup out of the way first. Yeah. Um, and they kind of look back at their time and go, oh, it was a bit of a nightmare, but oh, you were in the centre of attention. <laughs> you know, that was quite special. And I think a lot of players have that with Newcastle, you know. <laughs> Some players have it when they're there. Of well, course. there are a lot of boots in Newcastle, so they can, can get involved. Can't you? We're on That's the right. um, we're in the goldfish bowl at, at the Ramble. Yeah, yeah. Why, no, why no one had heard of London before we started. <laughs> <laughs> why not tint the windows of your car or goldfish bowl? Yeah, rather yeah. than go in the boot. Get a monster truck. No one's going to reach out. Get a bigger get a bigger goldfish bowl. <laughs> a cardo <laughs> tank. Get that big tank like at Georgia Aquarium. They got whale sharks. All right, come on. We need to move. <laughs> we need to move on from this. <laughs> like a little uh, boy, then, and we'll see uh, what Pete's got in the tank because it's time for correspondence with PTD. It is. It is time for correspondence with Pete D. Hello to Art Grimley. Which how I many think is a fantastic name? Art Grimley, Art fantastic. Grimley, yeah. Pete, how many emails did you get about West Brom and the taxi? Uh, <laughs> we got quite a few. That's a very unflattering light. Uh, as a Palace fan, it brought a smile to my face hearing the great man Sasa Churchich uh, mentioned on a recent show. I think one fact about him that was missed off this list that he's always uh, that always seemed to be particularly apt. He made his international debut against Brazil in Virginia. Vagina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a long way from Yugoslavia, but uh, somewhere I'm sure he felt at home. There you go. That's made it in. There we go. Made it in. <laughs> yeah. Very slim pickings. All you got to do is make it. It's the name, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Art, Art Grimley. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, if you're called like John Smith, you've got no chance. Yeah. Yeah. Have a fancy just make up a name. Yeah. Yeah. Call yourself Stormzy. No one cares. I'll read it. <laughs> yeah. um, Craig Doyle. Hello, Ramblers. I have a pair of Kevin Keegan stories to bring to the banquet. Pair of them. (laughs) Pair of them. Uh, And the first is Keegan's last game for Liverpool before moving to Hamburg in the summer. Liverpool won the league with Keegan having a phenomenal season. However, in Keegan's penultimate game, they lost the FA Cup against Man United 2-1. Four days later, it was the 1977 European Cup final in the Stadio Olimpico Rome and Liverpool were playing against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Keegan runs the game and in the process wins a penalty halved by Scottish disaster Bertie Vaux to make it uh, 3-1 to Liverpool, winning their first European Cup. After the match, Keegan enters the dressing room and says, I have won you the European Cup there, lads, and that's my parting gift. Centre-half Tommy Smith spins around and says, but you're shit on Saturday, and then lamped him. (laughs) (laughs) If you look at the celebrations of the win, Keegan is there, but he's wearing a big pair of aviators and a black eye. (laughs) Don't need to hit him, (laughs) Tommy Smith was tough. Tommy Smith was a guy that, um, was it... um... (laughs) Is it Bill Shankly said about him? He wasn't. He wasn't born. He was quarried. Oh dear! Oh, poor Keggy. No need to him. No, no need to him. Story just, two. He's just trying to be light, isn't he? Yeah. This is trying to be confident. This is the, that's the support story to the main event. <laughs> a second shorter story in my lifetime. Being a Scottish kid, I actually got the chance to go to Kevin King's soccer circus. Oh yeah, oh, and wow. got to do a bit of head tennis with the great man himself. And while oh. not knowing particularly who he was at the time, apart from knowing he was a former England manager, in doing the challenge after a poor header from myself and a determined Keegan to keep it up, uh, as in as we in the high twenties 
Uh, oh, yeah, we were in the high 20s, sorry. So the, the headers happened, they yeah, got yeah. to over 20, and, and uh, Keegan More was determined player. to keep it going. Uh, and, uh, and he fell over and ripped his trousers. <laughs> so thank you for that, Craig Doyle. In Kevin Keegan's Isn't soccer circus. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, in many ways, Jim, we've got to the point now where it doesn't actually matter. No, no. Yeah. You, can, you can make up a story about him and then it will like happen to him the next week. The thing is, because Jim, genuinely, the lawsuit can't get any bigger. No. So there's, there's no, and Pete's going to be a, a, a witness for the, for the prosecution anyway. So He'd fuck it up, Keegan, yeah. wouldn't he? Uh, he would <laughs> absolutely represent himself. Um, is it, you, you use the word. How have I got life for this? <laughs> I was your, a defendant. Your solicitor's on fire, Kegan. <laughs> Pete, um, Pete, um, you use the word Doyle as an insult, don't you, as well? Uh, Doyle and Ding. Yeah. Do- my Craig Doyle's got in there, but you used, his name, you used his surname as an insult. <laughs> no, I didn't. All right, then, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Chelsea and Liverpool after this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Guys, we have a problem. The boss said that's new devil is arriving. <laughs> I remember that. Mm. Yeah, what a yeah. wonderful performance. Is that the best take they could have got? <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine. It's, uh, it, yeah, I think that's probably what it was. After all day, that oh, fine, we've all done voiceovers for this shot. Yeah. Sharp, yeah? <laughs> let's all let's all try delivering the line like he does it. What's the line? A bo- the boss says a devil is arriving. <laughs> <laughs> right, devil arriving. Yeah. arriving. Oh, the devil's arrived. Yeah. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> I heard he was. I heard he was on his way. <laughs> the devil's arriving. Yeah. A new devil. A yeah. new devil. Yeah. The boss says a new devil is arriving. <laughs> Arriving. Yeah, arriving, yeah. Oh, the right. says a new devil is arriving. There we go. That's, right. yeah. That sounded a bit like a computer. Yeah, or, <laughs> or any beetle. Yeah. I was about to say, it's touch with the Ringo Styles there. <laughs> Peace um, and love, guys. Peace and love. Go ahead, carry on. Oh, Thomas the Ringo's, Tank Engine. Ringo's not even the best devil in the Beatles. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the best Thomas the Tank Engine voiceover in the Beatles. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> Can't remember. He says, Rolled Annie into and, town. Annie and Clarabelle. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Chelsea played very well against Barcelona. Didn't they win did, the game, they? but they were yeah. very good. They were. Um, and a shame it was the mistake from Christensen for um, the goal, obviously, that Messi scored. But really, Barcelona didn't have too much. Chelsea were, were excellent, considering they were, uh, they've were they been a bit up and down of late. Conte looked back to his best, or his animated I think, best. I think, he likes, I think he likes that big stage. I think the humdrum. I think the Champions League does that to teams, yeah. don't they? Even yeah. when Manchester United under Moyes, they still got the quarterfinal. Th- Leicester I th- under Ranieri, still got, well, 
I might be wrong, but I think because Conte has won the Premier League now, I wonder if he just gets a bit bored by it and like he, Possibly. Wants, to, he wants to push on well, and do something in Europe. But this game, did you? Did you guys? I mean, I had a bit of an existential nightmare re- looking into this game, <laughs> um, looking into this part of the running order earlier because I noticed that Gary Cahill didn't play. Yeah. I know he's played a couple of games recently, but it looked like he was he was dropped. Did Willian play? And that, yeah, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he played a couple uh, of times. But, yeah, yeah but, but Cahill's been a bit inconsistent here and there, mm. and. Um, I started thinking about the fact that England haven't got any good centre backs mm. for the World Cup, and I yeah. can't really think of any one of them. I mean, Will Grigg did a number on John Stone. Yeah, I no. Like, oh, no it's all... and at a push, I would say Harry Maguire's been good this season. He's Maguire, looking, yeah. but he's still quite limited, isn't he? Is it time Jamal Lascelles? Yes. Yeah. What about him? Why Jamal, not? No one's talking about it because he's we'll get players for an unfashionable club. Yeah. Who's conceded a lot of goals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who might get relegated? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the thing is, though, Pete, if they, if people like if people like Chris Smalling can just be chucked in there, oh yeah, it's better. Um, like, there's why no not? reason why he yeah. shouldn't be part of the conversation. At the very yes. least, he's the captain of a club. He knows how to marshal the defence. And, and, and we've said before on this show that they need to England need to pick defenders who actually defend yeah. because it's a, at the top level. When you're playing in the Premier League and you're expecting, like someone like John Stones, a lot of it's about concentration because yeah. the team have got the ball 80% of the time. Mm, mm. It's Which not about I, defending with backs of the wall, and I don't know if I trust Stones on that front. Well, I think that's why you need a back three. Mm. You need three of them in there. But don't you, go anywhere. Stand but I've just there. told you we haven't got any. We don't need an extra one in there. No, but that's what I mean. We don't <laughs> no, but if you've got, if you haven't got many good defenders, then, then pack them. Mm. Pack them in there. Play five. And then play five. Play five five centre back. Left back. Yeah. Right yeah. back, left back. Yeah, definitely not Carl <laughs> yeah. Walker or Ryan Bertrand. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting the language you it. use there, Luke, because um, I think our defence is very much chucked rather than picked yeah. for England. It's, uh, Chuck them in there. It's yeah. a worry. Well, Gomez has played there and he's not, he's like, it's not, it's been historically his natural mm. position either. So, look, I'm a bit worried about it. Cahill didn't play against, um, against yeah. uh, Barcelona. Would he have made that mistake? Possibly not, but he has been a bit inconsistent. Um, and it's a bit, they've got a big game this weekend, haven't they? It is na- only natural when we talk about Chelsea versus Barcelona to talk about England's defence. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah. Not even I did that, everybody. No. Um, I love it, though. You when... didn't do it on the, un- on the continent. You're not going to do it here. <laughs> no. I-, I love it, though, when Willian plays like that. There's no finer <laughs> sight when that man is like... He's, he's a new devil. He's playing like he's well, a man it, possessed. But it's like you said on, on the continent. Like, just got his, got his tactics spot on absolutely stifle them in. just give them the ball you do whatever you want with it and mm-hmm. as as you said on, on the continent uh, first half they didn't have any they didn't have any shots on target yeah. so like yeah well, 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 will, them. well will they use Newcastle United's blueprint to beat Manchester United <laughs> or do you feel they've got more going forward and they can express themselves a bit more on the basis of that Barcelona game you'd have to say so Peter you'd I don't think they'll need to so. park the bus quite it's, so much in the second half <laughs> it's a huge game because um, it's a massive one both those teams have been slightly wobbly form yeah and um, to get a win and guarantee the other losers at this stage of the season is absolutely massive. I mean, mm. and there's also two managers who can who have have shown themselves to be on the edge of their wits at times mm. this season. Very so, much so. Could be explosive. It could be. It could be really interesting to watch. I smell headlines. Um, yeah. What did you think of the Pogba thing um, against Sevilla? I mean, that man, Jesus. Right. Can I just say as well? <laughs> man United are so boring to watch. It fucking annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> I sat through that whole Sevilla game. So <laughs> done. Yeah. Sevilla were not bad though. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still a terrible game. Yeah, I could I watch three episodes of Narcos. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I could have watched anything. I could have watched the figure skating. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I, I personally, with, with um, you mentioned Paul Pogba, I just think Mourinho is punishing him, if you like. He's making, I don't know about an example, but we've seen him do this before with, with someone like Eden Hazard, a hugely talented player. 
he he needed to be a, a little bit more functional. You need the functionality to back up the creativity, if you know what I mean. You you, mm. you do really if you want to be a top player. Yeah, he he ruined that player for an entire season. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he's better. He but he's better for it, doesn't he? I yeah, mean, he does, Jim. You're right. But he, the, he, he does. Yeah, go on. I was going to say the, the Pogba thing is really really interesting. The stance Mourinho's taking on it because every time he's, he's asked about it in the press, he's like, look. I don't know why we're talking about this. Pogba, you know, it was his decision not to play, um, blah, blah, blah. He says he doesn't feel 100% fit. But he, he had an open training session in which Pogba featured recently. So he's, mm. he's sort of, he's at the same time going, look, he's fit, he's, he's training, he's fine. And then saying that Pogba's telling him he can't play. It all seems very petty. And like, why does he want to pick this fight? Do you think, is this going to improve Pogba at I, this that's point? What, like, I, I just think that's what he's trying to do. I mean, uh, we were talking earlier, Luke, and, and, and we were mentioning that, uh, was, it, was it Lampard, Skulls and Ferdinand well, we, were highlighting... Uh, well, the reason I brought it up to you is because we talked on this show about Pogba needs to play in a three in the middle. We, yeah. we sort of all agreed on that. And Lampard then took that one stage further on BT Sport last night and essentially said, look, it doesn't matter if he plays in a two or a three because he's not doing this, this and this properly. Yes. At the top level especially in, in knockout phases of the Champions League, you can't have passengers. You can't have a guy, and you, Marcus, you've accused him in the past of just like, sitting there admiring his passes a little mm. too much and not doing enough work to get back in there when they haven't got the ball. You never see him go one too. You never see him do a pass and then, then run on, on and then move away. He just stands there. Yeah. I've done my bit. And, 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 yeah. and, 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 and not, Mourinho hates nothing more than that. He hates the Maverick. He hates the... Well, I'm wondering whether this, this feeds into what Jim's saying, which yeah. is essentially... Because that thing, I mean, if Mourinho did say that, I didn't hear him say it, but I trust that he did because you, you heard it. It's no good being put on the bench because what can happen is, as we saw in the game, he has to come on after 15 minutes because mm. Herrera is actually injured. Mm. And then there's no point saying I'm not fully fit, but I'll sit on the bench because before you know it, you've got to play 75 minutes anyway. I, to, to me, this is just, this is this is Marina almost punishing a player. Going, For not working not gonna, hard. Yeah, enough. if you're not going to work hard for me, you know, I don't care how much. In fact, I even prefer it that you are an 89 million pound player because I will I will show the world that I am Jose Marino and I, and I, and make, I will play an academy player instead. Absolutely, yeah. who played very well. And by also, the way. but he's praised him so much, hasn't he, Scott McTominay, to the point where he's saying that Scotland should call him up. And I wonder what what's his game there? Yeah, that's strange. Where he's trying to he... persuade because uh, uh, he can play for Scotland or England, as I understand. It. Yeah, as the FA, what do you do there? It's like, oh god, what does he mean? Yeah, this is a mind game. We're <laughs> not equipped to deal with this. <laughs> Dance for me. There's, not, yeah. there's <laughs> not much the FA are equipped to deal with. It, to be quite fair. exactly. <laughs> yeah, one thing Mourinho did point out, and he's quite right to point this out. This was ahead of um, the severe game. He said, and I, I don't know if this is a thinly veiled dig or, or a heavily veiled dig, um, if such a thing can exist. He, he said that uh, uh, in the Carabao Cup, they lost the quarterfinal to Bristol City. He said, but we lost like Manchester United likes to lose, with dignity, with fair play, with participation in the happiness of a giant killing. Even in defeat, we're a big team. <laughs> I like that so much. And doesn't he sound any, big? Yeah. Any victory you yeah. can get over. There. I love that. We've participated in the giant game. Yeah. There, yeah. you're welcome. Well, we, you were the we giant. We yeah. played our part. The giant, yeah, the giant is not the hero in Jack and the Beanstalk. He, he's gone so low. He's now saying that's how you lose, pet. Yeah, <laughs> that's excellent. Well, look, Chelsea are also twelve to five with bet three six five to win at Old Trafford on Sunday. So ten pound there. Return fifty two pound fifty. Um, should they win as well? So we have to mention David de Gea. <laughs> Yeah, I would have I'd be remiss wow. if we didn't. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's, we know he's capable of this, but it's a bit like saying, well, we know Messi is capable of stuffing one in, in the top corner for 25 yards. It's still a wonderful <laughs> thing <laughs> when, when it happens. We're living in a golden era of goalkeeping. I, 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 think, I really think that. I think you, you think of Edison, De Gea, Alisson at Roma, Manuel Neuer, who mm. I know has been injured, but it's fantastic. Uh, there's so many good goalkeepers yeah. around. Courtois, maybe he, he could be, yeah. you know, yeah. in that, that youngish, bracket. trim, rangy uh-huh. goalkeepers yeah. who reactions yeah. is just insane. Yeah, I've probably left one or two off there, so I apologise. Pickford, 
Yeah. We can <laughs> hope. Joe Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. No. Or was he ever? Luke McGee. Luke McGee. Mm. <laughs> Luke McMore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, it'd be interesting to see how Manchester United shape up here because they were, they were criticised, uh, <laughs> Luke certainly criticised them um, at the start of this little chat about being quite defensive against Well, Sevilla. this is no reason for them to be so boring. Well, well my then. thought is if, and I, we'll have to wait for the second leg uh, with, with what I'm about to say, but if Mourinho thinks we'll go to Sofia and we'll just stifle it, we will just sort of not lose whatever and then we'll take him back to Old Trafford and then we'll whip him. If that's how it plays out, then fair enough, because sometimes you do have to have a little bit of a plan. And if, if, he, if he's not sure about Pogba, who is one of their, if not best player, he's thinking that's what we're going to do. But of course, if it doesn't pan out like that, then we shall see. But you're right, Luke, they're, they're not the, the, the sort of the free-flowing, attacking no. side. And there's no we... excuse for it of a, of a side of, of, that, of that size. I mean, if you look at the... Play, I understand you need to keep it tight in a knockout stage, in the first leg of a knockout stage of a Champions League. I get that. But plenty of other teams who have nowhere near the resources United have are able to keep it tight and actually make cause a bit of an attacking threat as well. And if you look at the personnel that United had on the pitch at some of those at some time or another during that game, I mean the list of players is absolutely ridiculous. Mata, Lukaku, Sanchez, Pogba, um, Rashford, Martial, um, all played at one point. Mm. Valencia and Young used to be attacking players, <laughs> yeah. and they're playing at fullback. Yeah. So, but for some reason, they can't muster really anything. I think they had six shots. I think, I think Sevilla had twenty-five shots. So Sevilla should have won the game. And Sevilla are quite a goal-shy side, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in, in in La Liga, yeah. so th- th- I don't see why there's 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 no re- I don't see why there's a reason they can't balance it um, between defence and attack because they just think the place out. It's, it, it's it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and and but it's a big game, Manchester United Chelsea because. I think second place is important this season. I mean, it's always important, obviously, to finish in the top four, but because Manchester City being so dominant, that second place, I think just because the way it's gone about, I think it is something to hang your hat on a, a little bit. If, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think United will get second place. Well, could Liverpool nip in there? I think, I think Spurs are improving. I think Spurs might get second. They're traditionally under Pochettino, they, um, they improved this time of the season. Liverpool are very, very capable. Um, Chelsea United to me feel a bit like you don't really know what you're going to get. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'd like to see Liverpool finish second personally um, because they're just the most fun team to watch in the league, aren't they? they, yeah. they just, it's just it's just enjoyable. Mo just, Salah, they, exactly. Mo Salah. Yeah, they just play with such relish, mm. and it's it's just a really joyous thing to watch. Mo Salah, say, no problems. Yeah, <laughs> quite. Yeah, well, because you, you know United can be like really, really dull and overly pragmatic at times. Chelsea are a little bit unpredictable and can sometimes be like that as well. Obviously, are riddled with, with the, the problems they have with the uncertainty about Conte. And I just, I just, just like Liverpool at the moment. They're a very incredibly watchable team. There's uh, uh, Matt Dyson, friend of the show. He's, uh, he refuses to put more Salah in his fantasy league team because he says it just everyone's got him. Because he, he's great for points, he's great for assists, he's great for goals. And yeah, stuff. there's no point getting points if everyone else gets them. By the but way, he's I, a, he calls himself a salad, a salad dodger, though. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Can I just say, um, I am, I think, sixth overall in the Football Ramble Fantasy League. Nice Shut up. And actually. there's like 4,000 teams in it. I'm dreadful. Six <laughs> in a million different I'm coming, ways. Whoever's top, I don't know who you are, but I'm coming for coming you. For you. <laughs> yeah. Who have you got, who have you got uh, up top? If I win, I'm, we're going to do the first ever prize for it. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if I gave myself the ORE. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard to imagine. No. Um, but you deserve <laughs> it, though. If you won, you, d- you would deserve it. A win's a win. Um, yes. Uh, should we talk about Liverpool then? Or a little bit more about Liverpool? They're at home, of course, um, to West Ham. Oh, I smell an absolute... Fire sale here. Yeah. <laughs> Moyes has never won it in Anfield, which Wait, is interesting. Who hasn't? Moyes. Yeah, but it's not surprising to me. No, it's <laughs> not. So much fun. But look, I, I know what you mean. But this is the type of game that Liverpool would probably draw. Do you nah, see what I mean? I'll, West Ham no, aren't no. in bad form given the context of the season. Well, they've, they've only lost one in their last eight in the league. 
And then Arnautovic and Hernandez seem to be clicking a little bit. Playing. Mm. I mean, Two Arna- players you can really rely on for consistency. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, at the moment, Jim. Well, in the context of that club, that is a, a, a ray of sunshine, certainly. Mm. Although, is the real ray of sunshine now at West Ham United, Patrice Evra? Yeah. Oh, uh, the real ray of sunshine in football, nay, life. Is <laughs> a man at the enjoy- I, I find it interesting about Patrice Evra because if you look at the videos he posts, he does look like the happiest man ever yeah. to walk the face of the planet. And yet, the last time, or one of the last times we saw him in a, in, a, in a football stadium, you know, he was booting a fan. Well, maybe you just had a lot of energy that you needed to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the plot of Big is happening to that. <laughs> I, I imagine Liverpool will be at least two goals up by half time in this game. <laughs> <laughs> and Ever just loving it. Yeah. Did you see how good they were? You know, yeah, you know what's yeah. interesting about this situation with West Ham is you're right, they've only lost one in their last eight in the league. Mm. Um, but because of the way the league table is at the moment, I think they're only four points off relegation still. Yeah. Um, but yet they sit in 12th position in the league. Mm. Um, Bet365 have them at 10 to 1 to be relegated from the Premier League this season. So £10 that returns £110, including the stake, if yeah. they suffer the drop. Any one of those yeah, teams. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's probably Bournemouth down, you would say. Bournemouth, yeah. are, Bournemouth are, are, are 10th, but they're five points off relegation. Yeah. Yeah. They're at Bournemouth are in a really weird position as well, particularly, again, in the context of, of, of those statistics, in that when you're 10th at this point in the season, everyone's looking at beating you. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's going, right, like, this is a scalp. Well, that's that's we can win the shaking. Yeah. But that's why I think the Bournemouth-Newcastle game is intriguing. And if Bournemouth can win that, it's such a huge step to mm. survival. Seems an obvious thing to say, but just that psychological thing of, ah, oh, we're on 34 points. Come on, lads, we're nearly there. Well, you're step pushing yourself step. up with someone else's yeah. head. Ooh, ooh, baby, baby, gotta get to you, go. Did they win a Brit last night? <laughs> <laughs> last night? <laughs> they might have a one to one point. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, but Liverpool could nip into second place if, if results or the result goes their way, really, with Manchester United and uh, and Chelsea. Um, yeah, interesting. Oh, nice to hear that West Ham are to play um, Dagenham and Redbridge in a friendly match on, yeah. on the 21st of, uh, of March, Wednesday, during the international break, to help their neighbours who are in financial trouble. So yeah. get yourself along there if you, if you fancy that. helping out. And well, you'll be going down there, will you, Marcus? Some scintillating oh, yeah. football. Well, no, it is international Marcus break. Marcus drop some lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself down the Dagenham. Get yourself what, are you scared? Yeah. Go down there. I'm not scared. Are you scared of Dan the Dagger Man from Dagenham? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's understandable if I was scared of him if he existed. Um, Imagine a man made entirely of daggers. Yeah. Speaking of dangerous men, what about ex Liverpool and Newcastle man Craig Bellamy reportedly. and West Ham and West Ham? He's all played the, everywhere. All the clubs yeah. and the golf uh, club shop yeah. and the golf clubs. <laughs> all uh, the golf clubs. He's uh, poised to take his first job as manager in football at Oxford United. Signed currently fifteenth in League One. Future Liverpool manager. The the great thing about this is um, one that Oxford aren't doing very well. And I look back at the um, at the results, saw that they battered Pompey, pretty standard, uh, beat them three 0 But the other <laughs> member of the shortlist for this job was none other than your friend and mine, um, Sol Campbell. He was, and he was passed over for the job for Craig Bellamy. And Sol Campbell and didn't mind. This is a quote. This is a quote. And I thought, you know, Pete, my... his PowerPoint. Can you imagine? Yeah, oh, but can Pete, you imagine? But I'm Sol Campbell yeah. on every slide. <laughs> but my my checkered past when it comes to believing things on the internet that aren't true meant I spent a good amount of time researching this to make sure it was actually a, a correct quote. Yeah. Sol Campbell said uh, when he was asked about being passed over for the job, he said, "I can't believe some pi- uh, I can't believe some people. I'm one of the greatest minds in football, and I'm being wasted." <laughs> 
he's a, which I've heard Spelzy say in the pub before. Underrated, <laughs> weird. He is uh, underrated. He's no, certainly I, one of the most interesting minds in football. He's so weird. He's so weird. He's the, probably the weirdest man in football. Have you seen that video of his? And I, that's I, Pete I, saying that. I've, I've, <laughs> I saw this on Twitter and I couldn't find it again. Um, but there's a video of him just. Just talking down the camera about how normally it is. Yeah, I've seen it's that. Really, it's actually quite disturbing. He's just just looking right down the lens, going, "You know what? I am so normal. I'm not the most normal guy. I'm so normal. <laughs> it is. It's disturbing." I'd love him to interview Pep Guardiola. That would be something, wouldn't it? He talks mm. like a man, and like a man who's been ostracized from his own family, like to his ex-wife down a phone. Yeah. I'm normal. Yeah, I am normal. I'm not shouting. <laughs> Right, let's move on swiftly uh, to our best bet with Bet365. Yeah, uh, Sol Campbell's been in touch. Uh, no, uh, so after the uh, our hearts have, have attempted to heal their savage wounds mm. after Richard Simmons, not that one, fell by the wayside, oh, man. Um, as we Stop reported loss. on Monday, uh, step forward... Um, the king is dead. Long live the king. Yep. Tom Rodden Not that has one. got back in touch. Um, is there a famous man called Tom Rodden? Uh, uh, no, get in touch Tom, if you are. There's probably another one. Dennis Tom, Rodden. Tommy Rodden. <laughs> yeah. No. no. All, all different people. Okay. Tom Rodden says, uh, Hi Ramble, uh, my bet of the week comes in the Saturday evening game under the lights at Vicarage Road. Ah. Watford v Everton in what will inevitably be, be known uh, as the Marco Silva derby. <laughs> um, he said it'll be a feisty affair with goals and I'm predicting a Watford win with both teams to score. Uh, cheers, Tom Rodden. So nice Watford, bet. Watford to beat Everton on Saturday evening with both teams to score is fifteen to four with Bet three six five. So fifty pound will return two hundred and thirty seven pound fifty, including stake. Um, you must be over the age of eighteen to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, uh, begambleaware.org. Now it is very important that um, that he wins this bet because that two hundred and thirty seven pound fifty uh, will go to Prostate Cancer UK, as we know. But almost as importantly, he will get one rung up on the three rung ladder mm. on the way to becoming a member or order of the Ramble Empire. Yeah. Um, which is clearly is the real quiz here. Of course. Um, so good luck to you, Tom. Uh, we'll be looking out for that and everyone keep 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 an eye on it and see if uh, Tom can, can nail that money. Super, super. And uh, before we go, Luke, let's look ahead to the weekend. Yeah, a few people uh, looking ahead to the weekend. What have we got here? Ian May. Um, he says, hopefully we'll have uh, Mick McCarthy versus the fans round two. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably uh, something we can all look forward to. Um, Lorcan <laughs> McNicholas. Great name. That's yeah. Great. I mean, terrible. Oh, email in, you'll get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible message, but great name. Um, oh, so you're, you're, so you're in foul of this as well. You'll hear why. Uh, <laughs> Tottenham losing to Palace after being reduced to nine men for repeated diving, but Luke still finding a way to praise them, probably just to wind up Arsenal fans. I don't think no. that's fair, is it? I don't no. normally do that, do I? Yeah, we've, yeah you get some funny comments, don't you? Well, can you embarrass yourself there, mate? <laughs> I think winding up the Arsenal fans is just an enjoyable bonus for you. Yeah, I think it's right, yeah. yeah. I'll wind up any fans that deserve being wound up. That's why mm. I see it. Yeah. Um, You're not winding me up, mate. Speaking of which, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a shoot down in Southampton on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. 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 Behind enemy lines. Lovely. <laughs> I've written a script. Lots of mentions of the Titanic. Get your pitchforks um, out. And Ben Doohan, uh, we'll round it off with Ben Doohan, who's gone for a slightly different flavour to Ian May on the same subject. I'm looking forward to the Preston fans telling Mick McCarthy to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> doing the do there. <laughs> doing the doing. <laughs> what well, you been doing? What you doing? <laughs> what you been doing? Right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to leave, I think. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Um, looking forward to it. The first cup final of, uh, the, uh, of, the, of the season in England. And we'll be back, back on Monday to talk all about it. God, blimey, it's going to be wonderful. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, that is very loud. Say isn't goodbye, it? Jimmy. Normal. Say goodbye, Petey. I pressed up when I meant down. And it's goodbye from me.
got an email about tagines. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.